Welcome to worship on this, the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. Good to have you all with us this morning, and welcome to those who are watching this online as well. Uh, we pray that you'll be with us and join your brothers and sisters in worship as soon as you are physically able to do so. A couple announcements to highlight. Uh, one is that uh, in nine days is the Value Them Both Amendment on the election series there. Um, it's also, you know, uh, uh, the uh, election for the different positions on uh, the party side of that. Um, that's up to you. But with the Value Them Both, it's an opportunity for us Christians to defend the defenseless. And what is most, more defenseless than a baby in utero? So we're, it's an opportunity for us Christians to follow the laws of the land that they've given us to make our voices known in how we should treat the defenseless in our society. So I encourage you to go and vote in nine days. Also, um, last week I was gone. I was on vacation, had a lovely time in Kuchara, Colorado, uh, up at 8,600 feet above sea level, 56 in the morning, you know, 72, 73 in the afternoon. Uh, and then we come back to this. Um, but we had a good vacation, and thank you for letting me go on vacation. One last thing, um, we've had a, um, some people drop out of the Israel trip that I have planned through Imagine Tours. Um, if you're interested in doing this, and I hate to do this during a worship service, but if you're interested in this, uh, please see me about it. Uh, these prices were locked in last September before the massive inflation, so you probably won't see it at this price point again. Um, and we've had some people drop out, so we've had some openings. So I just want to make it available to you all. Um, come and join us on our trip to Israel in October. It's October, so you've still got time. October 19 to 28 uh, this summer, or fall, I guess it would be by that time. So that's the announcements that I have. Let's begin our worship service today by standing and singing our opening songs. Please stand. We will sing, 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 and make music with the heavens. We will sing, 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 grateful that you hear us when we shout your praise. Lift high the name of Jesus. What's not to love about you? Heaven and earth adore you. Kings and kingdoms bow down. Son of God, you are the one. You are the one we're living for. We will sing, sing, sing. And make music with the heavens we will sing 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 grateful that you hear us when we shout your praise lift high the name of Jesus you are the love that frees us you are the light that leads us like a fire burning son of god you are the one you are the one 
with the heavens we will sing 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 grateful that you hear us when we shout your praise lift high the name of jesus please join me for prayer Lord God, Heavenly Father, we sing your praises. You are great and glorious. We praise you for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we pray, Father, that you would send your Holy Spirit into our midst, that you would enliven our worship, that um, our worship would be glorifying to you and would build up your church today. Pray that you bless our time in your word and your sacraments and bless our worship. In Jesus' name, amen. song to rise to you when temptation comes my way and when I cannot stand I'll fall on you Jesus you're my hope and stay Lord I 
Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And he said to me, I put my words in your mouth. I found God's word and I ate it. It became the joy and the delight of my heart. This word in my heart is a burning fire shut up in my bones. We must speak of what we have seen and heard. For we are called by your name, God. You are the God of grace and truth. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Merciful Father, thank Thank you you for providing a balm in Gilead for our sin-sick souls through Jesus, our Savior. By his wounds, we are healed. In his promises, we will trust and live. In his tender and triumphant name, we pray. Amen. The congregation may be seated as we invite the kids to head out the back for Children's Church. You can follow Mrs. Albright here out the back for Kids Church. While they head out, we uh, continue with our readings. The Old Testament reading comes from Jeremiah chapter 8. You shall say to them, thus says the Lord, When men fall, do they not rise again? If one turns away, does he not return? Why then has this people turned away in perpetual backsliding? They hold fast to deceit, they refuse to return. I have paid attention and listened, but they have not spoken rightly. No man relents of his evil, saying, What have I done? Everyone turns to his own course, like a horse plunging headlong into battle. Even the stork in the heavens knows her times, and the turtle dove, swallow, and crane keep their time of their coming. But my people know not the just decrees of the Lord. How can you say, we are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. The wise men shall be put to shame. They shall be dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. So what wisdom is in them? Therefore, I will give their wives to others and their fields to conquerors, because from the least to the greatest, everyone is greedy for unjust gain. From prophet to priest, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the wound of my people lightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. They did not know how to blush. Therefore, they shall fall among the fallen, When I punish them, they shall be overthrown, says the Lord. When I would gather them, declares the Lord, therefore there are no grapes on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree. Even the leaves are withered, and what I gave them has passed away from them. Why do we sit still? Gather together, let us go into the fortified cities and perish there. For the Lord our God has doomed us to perish, and has given us poison water to drink, because we have sinned against the Lord. We looked for peace, but no good came for a time of healing, but behold, terror. The, sm- the snorting of their horses is heard from Dan, and the sound of the neighing of their stallions, the whole land quakes. They come and devour the land and all that fills it, 
the city and those who dwell in it. For behold, I am sending among you serpents, adders that cannot be charmed, and they shall bite you, declares the Lord. My joy is gone. Grief is upon me. My heart is sick within me. Behold, the cry of the daughter of my people from the length and breadth of the land. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king not in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images and their foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the wound of the daughter of my people is my heart wounded. I mourn and dismay has taken hold on me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? This is the word of the Lord. The epistle readings comes The epistle reading comes from Revelation chapter 22. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also, on either side of the river, the tree of life with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. This is the word of the Lord. I invite the congregation to stand in honor of the gospel, and as we sing our verse. So take my heart and form it. Take my comes to us from Mark chapter 3. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand, and they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the man stretch out your hand he stretched it out and his hand was restored the pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the herodians against him how to destroy him this is the gospel of the lord congregation may be seated as we continue with our next song thousand times I've failed, still your mercy remains. Should I stumble again, still I'm caught in your grace. Everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades. Never ending, your glory goes beyond all fate. My heart and my soul 
I give you control. Consume me from the inside out, Lord. Let justice and praise become my embrace to love you from the inside out. Everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades. Never ending, your glory goes beyond all fame. And the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside out, Lord, my soul cries out will above all else this remains the art of losing myself in bringing you praise everlasting your light will shine when all else fades never glory goes beyond all faith. My heart and my soul, I give you control. Consume me from the inside out, Lord. Let justice and praise become my embrace. To love you from the inside out, everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades, never ending, your glory goes beyond all fame, and the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside. Lord, my soul cries Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord God our Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you that you have made us your own. We know that our souls are sin sick with sin, and you are the only cure, the only one who was one life, forgiveness, and salvation for us. So be our God and our Lord now and forever. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So perhaps, uh-oh, huh, the first one is gone. Okay, well, perhaps you've heard of this incident which was reported on a company accident form. This person writes, when I got to the building, I found that the hurricane had knocked some bricks off the top. So I rigged up a beam with a pulley at the top of the building and hoisted up a couple barrels full of bricks. When I had fixed the damaged area, there were a lot of bricks left over. So I went to the bottom and began releasing the line. 
Unfortunately, the barrel of bricks was heavier than I was, and before I knew it, the barrel started coming down, jerking me up. I decided to hang on since I was too far off the ground to jump. When I hit the beam at the top, the barrel of bricks hit the ground, spilling the bricks. I was now heavier than the barrel. I started down at a high rate of speed. When I hit the ground, I landed on the bricks. I then let go of my grip on the line, and the barrel came down, hitting me on the head. I respectfully request sick leave. I think we can all relate to that. Life hits us hard. We land on bricks only to have a barrel hit us in the head. Sometimes we're so hurt that we have trouble, difficulty dealing with love and trust and sympathy. We cut everything and everyone out of our emotional lives. At other times, depression and anxiety overwhelm us. Sadness and fear are our constant companions. Some of us are so hurt that we just can't let go of the anger and rage we feel at those people who almost destroyed us. Some of us are so wounded that we just absolutely see no hope for the future. Everything is a dead end. Our summer sermon series is on the book of Jeremiah. Today's topic, God's gift of healing. There should be a slide up there. I don't know what happened to it. It was there last night. But there should be a slide up there that says, There is a balm in Gilead. Jeremiah chapter 8. That will be the theme and focus of our worship or sermon today because we need that balm when we land on bricks and a barrel smacks us in the head and breaks our heart. Jeremiah knew the feeling. Jeremiah said, I am broken by the brokenness of my dear people. I mourn. Horror has taken hold of me. Jeremiah was broken over the sins of his people, the idolatry, the paganism, the lack of following God's word. The word I mourn in Hebrew is kadarthi, and it literally means I am dark, I am black, the color of mourning. He said I'm horrified, which again in Hebrew means that I convulse with agony, I shudder over seeing what my people Israel is doing. Isaiah thought of the people of Judah like a child that is injured, that is just barely clinging on to life. No wonder they called Jeremiah the weeping prophet. This is a picture of the Jeremiah painted by Michelangelo that appears on the chapel ceiling in the Sistine Chapel in Rome. Jeremiah is sick. He is emotionally ill, and so is Judah, he says. How so? God says Judah is dense. 
Oh, where did they go? <sighs> okay, let me get my manuscript because that has the, <laughs> did not memorize the Bible verses themselves. <laughs> So, in Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 7, God says, Even the stork in the heavens knows her times, and the turtle dove, swallow, and crane keep their times of coming. But my people know not the rules of the Lord. So God says his people are more or less, uh, have less understanding than birds do. Birds know where they need to go by instinct. Airplanes navigate electronically. You know, pilots take their electronic box and that captures a couple of satellite signals that'll guide the plane precisely to its location. But birds just instinctively know how to navigate. They don't have any mechanical device to help them. There was a study that was done on Manx shearwater birds that nest off the coast of Wales. They took these some of the birds and tagged them and then released them at various places outside their normal range. One of the birds was released in Boston, Massachusetts, 3,200 miles away from the coast of Wales in England. In 12 days, that bird was back at its nest, flying 250 miles a day. Birds know how to find their way home. But my people, says God, do not know how to find their way home. Home to their heavenly Father. Home to his blessings and forgiveness. Home to, where, um, home to uh, God's gifts of gospel, life, and salvation. Judah was lost. Judah didn't know where to turn. How can you say we are wise and the teaching of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. Jeremiah is attacking the people of Judah here, and especially the scribes. The scribes are supposed to be the scriptural experts in the land of Israel. But having the scripture is not the same as possessing the scripture. Like, we have the Bible, we may even profess the Bible, but none of that is the same as practicing what the Bible says. Sometimes we're as lost as Judah. The priests were preaching a false message trying to soothe the ears of the people. Peace, peace, they preach, says Jeremiah, when there is no peace. Jeremiah called the priests deceitful physicians, empty wind, dispensers of chaff, ruthless and selfish shepherds, those who spread disease. They were lost, like we sometimes get lost, like we don't know where to turn for peace as well, and we try to heal our sickness with food or alcohol, with shopping or work or study or surfing the internet, 
only to find ourselves deeper and deeper in the patterns of self-destruction and self-sabotage. Jeremiah says that these people are going to experience that their fields will be ruined, the cities destroyed, people will either be killed or taken captive. It's like drinking poison, experience an earthquake, being attacked by venomous snakes, being crushed and broken. These are the things that are going to happen, and yet the people were in denial that any of that was going to happen because the spiritual leaders weren't telling the truth. Judah was in denial, just again like we are sometimes in denial. You know, denial is a defense mechanism that in the face of painful facts, we deny the reality of those facts. It's like people who can be say that these facts aren't really real when uh, there are overwhelming and irrefutable evidence that they are indeed the facts. It's like saying, me, a sinner? I don't sin. And so in Jeremiah chapter 8, Jeremiah is wounded. I am broken for my people. Judah is wounded. They don't even have the understanding of a bird. But do you know who else is wounded in chapter 8 here? Did you catch it? Any guesses? God is wounded. He says, my joy is gone. Grief is upon me. My heart is sick within me. It's a bad thing when God is wounded because of the sin of his people, because of our sin. But wait, is it really bad? What does Isaiah 53, 5 say? Isaiah 53, 5 says, by his wounds, we are healed. We have a God who is not aloof. We have a God who is not detached from our lives. Our God has great passion and emotion. He wears his heart on sleeve as well. He experiences sorrow and lament, weeping and wailing, grief, anxiety, anguish, he experiences regret. He experiences what we experience because God is intimately tied with our lives. You see, God doesn't view our sickness and pain with uh, object, uh, some distant objectivity like a therapist does. God doesn't relate to our sadness like a, a mechanic to an automobile trying to fix it from without. Nor is God like a social security administrator who signs vouchers for food stamps at some distant office. God is intimately and deeply involved in our lives. He feels our pain. That's why in Jeremiah chapter 8 here, God asks the question, is there a balm in Gilead? The answer? Yes, yes, a million times yes. There is a balm in Gilead. But who or what is that balm? Do you know what the balm of Gilead is? 
It's an actual thing. There's a tree that grows in the Gilead region of the Holy Land that they take the resin from that tree and mix it with olive oil and make an ointment out of it. And the ointment is said to have medicinal and healing properties. The balm is expensive. It is precious. Those who will set out to make it can only expect to collect maybe 20 or 30 drops of sap a day. It is precious and expensive because it is rare. What does St. Peter say about Jesus? He says, You have been rescued from the futility that you inherited from your fathers. Not with gold or silver were you rescued, but with the precious blood of Christ. The balm of Gilead is said to be cleansing. It cleanses by removing foreign matter from the womb. St. John tells us the blood of Christ cleanses us of our sin. The balm of Gilead is said to be soothing, that when you put it on the wound or the inflamed area, it removes and reduces the inflammation. Through the cross of Christ, we have peace. St. Paul says in the first chapter of Corinthians, then, the peace, that peace comes to us through the blood of Christ. The balm is available. You see, the people to whom Jeremiah was speaking, Gilead was right by them. It was in their backyard. They didn't have to travel a hundred miles to get this balm. It was right there. It was nearby. And so is our Lord Jesus and his salvation. We don't have to go to Gilead. We don't have to go to London or New York Jesus is near us. He is present with us through his word and through his sacraments. The balm of Gilead is easily applied. Imagine you have a sore on your arm. You go to the doctor and the doctor says, go buy some balm of Gilead and apply it to your sore. A child could do that. And truly, it's that easy to receive God's gifts of grace and forgiveness, life, salvation, and healing. So why stay in the pain? Why rehearse the hurt in your heart? Why stay stuck and fallen on a bunch of bricks? There is a better way. There is a balm in Gilead. It's Jesus, our Lord. Trust these words. By his wounds, we are healed. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. We stand and make confession of the faith that we share with one another by speaking together the words of the Apostles' Creed. Together we confess, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit.
We continue our worship by going to the Lord in prayer. I invite you to follow along on the screen. And uh, our special prayer requests today include Marianne Fuller, Patrice Moore, Catherine Tucker, and for the family and friends of Bob Bakken. Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, when we look at places like Haiti, Calcutta, and the favelas of Brazil, we're so thankful that you came to preach good news to the poor. Not just good news concerning spiritual poverty, but also the good news of a kingdom which provides food for the hungry, clean water for the thirsty, shelter for the homeless, advocacy for the marginalized, family for the orphan. Lord, in your mercy. Dear Lord Jesus, when we look at systemic evil in the world, human trafficking, the idolatry of greed, an ideology of terror, the pornography industry, to name a few, we're so thankful that you've also come to proclaim the day of vengeance of our God. No one is a greater champion of justice than you, Lord Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. Dear Lord Jesus, we're also deeply grateful that you're close to the brokenhearted and that you save those who are crushed in spirit. To your throne of grace, we bring our own pain and hurt. Some of it is very deep, deep beyond words. Yet we are bold to confess that by the wounds of Jesus, we are healed now and will be perfectly healed when he returns. Lord, in your mercy. Dear Lord Jesus, no one was broken in heart and body like you. No one was crushed in spirit like you, and you did it all for us. Oh, for the day when we will forever be done with the spirit of despair and will only wear the garment of praise. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Father, you give good gifts to your children. Grant your Holy Spirit to all for whom we have asked for special requests and also those who suffer in body, mind, and soul, that confident in your mercy they may look to you for comfort and peace in their afflictions. Grant them a healing according to your will and patience to bear their crosses. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we ask your blessing and look to you as the giver of all good gifts. Make us ever eager to come to you in prayer and thanksgiving. All this we lift up to you in the precious name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. The congregation may be seated as we continue with the offering. At this time, you can bring your offering forward to the offering plates and also uh, your attendance cards. We encourage you to bring those forward as well. invite the congregation to stand as we continue with the service of Holy Communion. We start with our confession and absolution. God says, My people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns, cisterns that cannot hold water. Merciful Father, Forgive the sins that I remember and the sins that I have forgotten. Forgive the harsh judgments I have made of others and the leniency I have shown myself. 
Forgive the pain I have caused others in the indulgence I have shown myself. Believe and receive the gospel. God says, this is the renewed covenant that I will cut after those days. I will put my word within them and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. These promises are yours, sealed in the blood of Jesus, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. We must speak of the things that we have seen and heard. Let us pray. Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to the disciples and said, Take, drink. This is the New Testament in my blood, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. You may be seated as we continue with the distribution. Sits on the throne 
Receive this very body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and may this meal strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in his peace. Amen. We pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us forgiveness and peace in the sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Your love has captured me. Your grace has set me free. Your life, the air I breathe, be glorified in me. You set my feet to dancing. You set my heart on fire. In the presence of a thousand kings, you are my one desire. I stand before you now with trembling hands lifted high. Be glorified. Your love has captured me. Your grace has set me free. Your life, the air I breathe, be glorified in me. You set my feet to dancing. You set my heart on fire. In the presence of a thousand kings, you are my one desire. I stand before you now with trembling hands lifted high. Be glorified. Be glorified in me. Be glorified in me. Be glorified in me. Be glorified. set my feet to dancing. You set my heart on fire. In the presence of a thousand kings, you are my one desire. I stand before you now with trembling hands lifted high. Be blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen.